From KERA Dallas-Fort Worth-Denton, it's Anything You Ever Wanted to Know. I'm Stephen Becker, and this week for Jeff Whittington. If you've got a question you've been wondering about or an answer that you could offer up, we would love to hear from you. Uh, Starting off this week, Michael says, I was wondering if anyone knows why politicians always end their ads with, I'm so-and-so, and I approve this message, even though they were the only spokesperson in the ad. Tom says, I have some old black and white negatives and 35 millimeter color slides, and I'd like to have glossy prints made from these. Where's a good place in Dallas to have this done, uh, especially south of the Trinity? And Talia says, I have a silver candelabra inherited from my grandparents that needs repair. Can anyone recommend a silversmith in Fort Worth? Our telephone number is 800-933-5372, or you can email the show at anything at kera.org. We'll get started after the news. From KERA Dallas-Fort Worth-Denton, it's anything you ever wanted to know. I'm Stephen Becker, and this week for Jeff Whittington. It is Friday, the 19th of October, and as we do every Friday, we are taking your questions and answers this hour. Our telephone number is 800-933-5372, or you can always email your questions and answers to us at anything at kera.org. Starting off today, we heard from Michael, who was wondering, uh, actually something I've always wondered, which is, why is it that politicians in their political ads, either at the beginning or the end, they'll say, I am Ted Cruz and I approve this message, or I am Beto O'Rourke and I approve this message, even though they're the person that we heard during the ad. So Michael wants to know what the reasoning is behind that. Uh, Let's see. Tom says, I've got some old black and white negatives and 35 millimeter color slides that I'd like to have glossy prints made of. Uh, Where's a good place in Dallas to have this done? And uh, I would especially hope that it's someplace south of the Trinity. And Talia says, I have a silver candelabra that I inherited from my grandparents and needs repair. Can anyone recommend a silversmith in Fort Worth? If you've got the answers to those questions, 800-933-5372 or anything at KERA.org. We've already got some folks on the phones lined up, so why don't we start there? Let's go and talk to Tom in Fort Worth. Tom, thanks for calling anything. Hello. Hi. Uh, Mike, I have a question. I would like to find a postal mailing address to send material to comedian Carol Burnett. Okay. Well, somebody out there might be able to find that for you. Did you have a, another? Oh, you have an answer, too, I think? Well, it's a partial answer to the question of those are political campaign statements. Yes. They're probably in this, both the Texas Code and I know in the United States Code, but I'm in my car, I don't have a computer with me, uh, requirements for them to state that, to, to, for who identifies themselves in elections. And if a person wants to try uscode.house.com, dot gov and try and search for words like elections or campaigns or federal election commission they'll probably lead to one of the titles of and sections of the united states code which is a requirement for, okay. for those statements also there's a probably a federal election commission rule in the code of federal regulations implementing that legal requirement Okay, yeah, I'm sure it's in there somewhere, so we'll see if we can track it down. But thanks for uh, okay. thanks for the tips, and we'll see if we can find the answer for you, okay? Thank you All very right. much. Yeah, take care. Have a pleasant day. You too. Bye. 800-933-5372. We've got a couple lines open. Let's stick with the phones. Uh, let's go and talk to Ann and Carrollton. Ann, thanks for calling anything. Yeah, hi. Hi. Um, 
I would like to know how to get rid of a mattress. Okay. Just an old mattress that uh, you're done well, with? or Yeah, I'm done with it. I want to get a new one. Uh, just a mattress, but uh, I don't know how to get rid of the one that I have. Okay. Well, I'm sure somebody else has faced that, uh, that problem before, and we'll get an answer for you, okay? All right, thanks for calling. 800-933-5372. We also um, got a number of questions and answers in the inbox, which we should say, of course, is always open at anything at KERA.org. If it's between Fridays and you think of a question, um, you know, no reason to wait till Friday. You can go ahead and send it in, and uh, we'll file it away for you and get to it when the show starts. So let's see. Uh, during that time, we heard from Gary in Tulsa, who says... Um, I was looking to fill my water bottle after going through security at Love Field, and I found a drinking fountain to fill my water bottle. Uh, and Gary's confused, saying, you know, this is a newly remodeled airport, and they keep the old drinking fountains as opposed to those water bottle fill stations. He says, my next stop was in Denver. They had a water bottle fill station. Then PDX in Portland, same thing. And both of those airports aren't really as newly remodeled as Southwest, or excuse me, as uh, Love Field. And so Gary asks, can anyone list a major airport that doesn't have the newer model drinking fountains? And uh, he says, as a way of ending, even little old Tulsa has newer drinking fixtures. So, Gary, uh, we'll see if we can find an answer for you and as to maybe why they haven't installed those at, um, at Love Field. And uh, we had a string of uh, questions last week where people were trying to get advice on having their dogs uh, quit chewing on things around the house. Of course, an issue that many a pet owner faces we got lots of recommendations recommendations since last week. So Chris wrote in to say, I second the opinion that the dog may have separation anxiety, the dog that's chewing, and uh, plus generally strong chewing drive. Uh, Chris says that crate training can save your stuff and also good exercise and attention can curb some of those chewing tendencies. Chris goes on to say, uh, have designated chewing items to replace the unwanted items when you catch the dog being naughty. And he, he says, my hard chewer loves the Nyla bones and Kong chew toys. Uh, and then finally, Chris says, never give your dog things that look like household items, say stuffed animals or toys. It's best to keep it simple and they become attached to their chew toys in a very good way. So thank you so much, Chris. Uh, we also heard from Millie who says there's a product called Apple Bitter that you can spray on the item they are chewing. And finally, actually, that may be Apple Biter. Apple Biter, it's B-I, yeah, Apple Biter, possibly. And then Adam says, uh, give the dog a thick bone or something hard to chew on that will take time to chew through. It sounds like the dog is bored and it's chewing things to occupy its time. So give the dog a variety of things that you want it to chew on. So thanks to Chris and Millie and Adam for that little bit of advice. Um, if you've got other things that work for you and it comes to uh, staving off that dog chewing, we'd love to hear from you. We've got lines open at 800-933-5372, or you can, of course, always send your answers to anything at KERA.org. But let's go back to those phones. Let's go and talk to Andrew and Irving. Andrew, thanks for calling. Hi. Um, apparently, this question may have been asked and answered before, but I was curious, in the Metroplex area, um, traffic lights, on a lot of them, there's a like an incandescent bulb that's in the corner and will sometimes light before the light changes. Uh, 
why is it there and what does it do and why don't all lights have them <laughs> <laughs> okay well so, and i can take the answer for that off offline if need be. okay yeah somebody surely will know the answer to that so stay tuned and we'll find it for you okay thanks for calling awesome thank all you right. uh let's stick with the phones let's go uh let's talk to ruth in dallas ruth thanks for calling Hi. Hi. So you had an answer on that political statements question. Yes, I'm old enough to remember when that rule first or law first came about. I remember. I'm not. I'm driving, so I can't look it up. But I do remember that it has to do with uh, candidates saying they weren't, they didn't approve, or they didn't know about certain certain political messages that were advertised. Hmm. So those that they actually pay for, I think, um, they say this is so and so, and I approve this message. But those others may come from PACs or some other organizations other than the candidate's core campaign. Yeah, that makes sense. You know, you want to make sure if you're the candidate that people know, you know, if you obviously if you approve that message uh, and if you don't hear the candidate, I suppose that maybe they're not as responsible for that messaging if they're not a part of the, the creation of the ad. Right. right. Well, hey, thanks for calling. Appreciate it. All right, take care. Thank you. 800-933-5372. Let's go, uh, let's stick with the phones. Let's go and talk with Juana in Plano. Thanks for calling. Hello, Juana. Yeah, maybe not just yet. Let's go uh, pitch back on hold and let's go and talk to Jason in Dallas. Jason, thanks for calling. Hi, how are you? Good. Good. Uh, Real quick, the answer for the... Um, lady who was uh, had a question about recycling her mattress. Mm-hmm. Very simply, wherever she purchases a mattress, likely the uh, company, when they deliver it, will make removal of her old mattress. Ah, okay. So if you can coordinate that with getting a new mattress, then maybe that's the easiest thing. We yep. know they have a truck, exactly. so that's one way yep, to do exactly. it. Exactly. Yep. In cool. And out. Okay. Yeah. Hey. Simple. Well, hey. Thanks for the advice. No problem. Thanks. All right. And uh, let's get one more on the phones. Let's see here. Let's go and talk to Terry in Dallas. Terry, thanks for calling anything. Yes, good morning. Hi. Um, I was calling to answer about the 35-millimeter black and white negative. Yes, yes, yes. Okay, the best place to go is BWC Lab. Okay. And it is 616 South Sherman. Okay. Uh, what? It sounds and one more one more time the name of the place. B W C, black, white, and color. Ah, very good. Uh, okay. Sounds like in the title that that's something that they can handle. Yeah, they've been in business a long time, do a beautiful job. Very good. Well, hey, thanks for the advice. You bet. Line open eight hundred nine three three five three seven two. Let's take a quick trip back to the email box, though. Let's see here. Oh, we also had this question last week about how to repel snakes, uh, which is something that probably more people are running into with all this weather we've been having over the last week. Um, Nikki says to use sulfur. Uh, She says it's very effective, especially when you're camping, just sprinkle it around the tent. And she goes on to say to repel snakes around the house, sprinkle the sulfur around the house first before uh, you sprinkle it around the yard. Otherwise, you could trap the snakes around the yard if you sprinkle it just in the perimeter of the house. Um, so that makes sense. So Nikki uh, basically is recommending to use sulfur to get rid of those snakes. Uh, if you've got more advice on that, shoot it over to anything at kera.org. 
Let's see. We got another answer on that political ads question. Larry in Fort Worth says section 225.001, very specific, of the Texas Election Code requires this information be provided in political ads. Yeah, I figured it had to be somewhere in the code um, because everybody does it at the end of those ads. Uh, Let's see. To get rid of mattresses, Kevin and Keller says, I just had to get rid of a mattress. And Kevin says, our trash service picks up bulk items on Thursdays. I suggest calling your trash service. Yeah, I suppose it depends on what city you live in, but um, they, you know, mattresses might fall under that bulk bulk trash provision, which for most places is once a month. I know in Dallas it's once a month, but other places may do it more frequently. Uh, and Kevin also said on getting those black and white photos, uh, he says there's a place called Photographique on Canton Street near downtown that can make photos and restore old photos and also possibly videos as well. Um, and Kevin goes on to say there's lots of online places that you could have this kind of work done. So thanks to Kevin. Thanks to Larry for sending in those answers. Let's see. We've got a little bit of time before this break. So let's see. Let's. How about we go to Anthony in Dallas. Anthony, thanks for calling. Yes, good afternoon. I was calling to find out about uh, early voting and how and where do I find out where to go in my area. Okay. Yeah. That's, uh, people are talking about it these days, so I promise you somebody. What, I should ask, which area, what part of town do you live in? So maybe we can get a more specific answer for you. I'm I'm in the uh, Preston Road Beltline area. Okay, uh, so is that that's uh, Dallas or Richardson? Where, that or is Pl- Dallas. Dallas. Okay, so uh, yeah, somebody will know. We'll get an answer, and we'll see if we can get a more broad answer as well for people. You know, regardless of where they live, uh, specifically, if we can find a resource to direct people to. So hey, that's a great question. Of course, very timely. So thanks for calling in. Okay. Thank you. All right. Uh, let's see. We got time for one more quick one. Let's go and talk to Leslie and Garland. Leslie, thanks for calling. Hi there. How Hi. are you? Good. Thanks for calling. Great. I had an answer to the person who wanted to know about uh, getting rid of a mattress because she needs a new mattress. Right. Um, when we bought mattresses, they have the people that have bought the new one have brought, taken away the old one, and so if she'll when she's ordering it, she can find out if they can do that for her. Okay. Yeah. Makes sense to us. Thanks for calling. Okay. Okay. Bye bye. Another line open at 800-933-5372. And, of course, the email box is always open at anything at KERA.org. And I failed to mention I'm monitoring Twitter this hour. I'm at Stephen Becker. That's Stephen with a P-H. Thanks for asking. Uh, So I'll monitor over there. And uh, hit me up there if you've got a question or an answer. But uh, we've got to take a quick break. We'll be back in just a few minutes. From KERA in Dallas, Fort Worth, Denton, it's anything you ever wanted to know. I'm Stephen Becker in this week for Jeff Whittington, and we're taking your questions and answers, as we always do on Friday. Our telephone number is 800-933-5372, or you can always shoot us an email to anything at KERA.org. But we have got a full board of calls, so why don't we get through them, shall we? Let's go and talk to Gwen. Gwen, thanks for calling anything. 
Yes, I was calling about the doc's chewing problem, which yes. my vet treats as a medical problem. Okay. Uh, she was about a year old, badly abused when I got her, and she chewed a hole through the wall to the foundation. Wow. Uh, from the inside of the house. But he put her for about a week on a calming medication that's used in humans, too. I don't recall which one, because it was some hmm. years ago. Uh, for about a week and a half and totally cleared it up. Really? Wow, no okay. No problem since, doesn't chew on things she shouldn't. Well, that's good advice. Thank you for letting us know. You're welcome. Bye-bye. Yeah, thank you. Uh, let's stay with the phones. Uh, let's see. Let's go and talk to Estelle in Dallas. Estelle, thanks for calling. Yes, uh, I was calling because uh, we have uh, noticed we have been to church at SMU for a couple of years now, and it is full of oak trees on SMU's campus, and we have rarely, if ever, seen a squirrel in the two years we've been going Whereas we live in East Dallas, which is right across Central Expressway from SMU, and we have a plethora of squirrels. We can't even hardly grow vegetables. Hmm. So you're wondering why they have crossed over? I'm just wondering what SMU does to get rid of their squirrels. <laughs> Maybe the uh, squirrels couldn't get in there. I don't know. Yeah. We'll see if we can find an answer for you, okay? Okay, thank you. All right. 800-933-5372. Why don't we stick with the phones? Having good luck with that. Let's go and talk to Becky and Denton. Becky, thanks for calling. Uh, thanks. I've got an answer on the dog chewing. Sure. The most effective things I've found are cow ears, which will distract and keep her busy for at least uh, 30, 40 minutes. Mm. And the other thing is elk horns split elk horn, and, and she chews on the marrow, and it, again, lasts for a very long time. Both of them are available at uh, pet stores and very effective. And uh, the cow ears are totally, uh, you're not treated, and they're totally di- digestible. Hmm. Okay. Sometimes people have trouble with the bones. Ah, got so. it. Hey, great advice. Thanks for calling. You're welcome. Bye-bye. Bye-bye. Line open at 800-933-5372, but... Taking a quick look at Twitter, you know, we had that question about early voting and where to find out where you can vote. Uh, let's see. Devin Brown says that uh, early voting starts Monday. And uh, Devon, oh, I'm sorry, Devon says, I always call the number on my voter registration card to learn where to vote. And that seems like solid advice. We also heard from Jay, who says that you can get early voting info at DallasCountyVotes.org and that there is a tab there that has all the information on early voting. So those are two good resources that you might want to check out. Uh, 800-933-5372. Let's go back to the phones and get another early voting answer. Let's go and talk to Paul in Dallas. Paul, thanks for calling. Hey, um, the Dallas County Votes is the best place to go. And it also even has a, a Google map, so so you can find your location either by address or by map. And also, early voting is uh, a lot more convenient on a geographic basis because you don't have to go to your specific polling location mm. or any specific polling location. You may early vote at any early voting location in the county regardless of where you normally vote in the in the county. So if it, there's a place near where you work or that you commute by, you can get there uh, very easily. And you just have to have your <clears throat> uh, customary 
information, and that will give them your uh, the information they need so that you have the proper ballot uh, based on your, your address. Okay. So, and, yeah, it sounds like it might be a little more convenient to just go ahead and early vote. Yeah, it's it's uh, you've got two weeks to do it in. Even Sunday afternoons are available, uh, so it's a lot easier to schedule it around a busy schedule. I I can tell you there are squirrels on the SMU campus. Ah, okay. Well, maybe they're just hiding whenever our other caller has been walking around there. Could be. Okay. Well, hey, thanks for calling. Appreciate it. Thank you. Okay. Bye-bye. Line open at eight hundred nine three three five three seven two. Uh, in the email box at anything at KERA.org, we heard from Kevin from Rowlett, who says, I have a weed that's grown into a small tree. It's growing from underneath my slab foundation, and its stalk is about two inches in diameter. As Kevin says, I can't dig it out because the root system is underneath the house. I keep cutting it, but it keeps growing from the stalk. So how do I kill this weed without using poison that could hurt my dogs? If you know the answer to that question, Kevin would love to hear from you. You can send it in to us at anything at KERA.org. Got some other stuff from the email box. Oh, more advice on the dog chewing. Uh, Madeline says, use a product called Bitter Apple. Yeah, we had somebody else that had that uh, idea. And Madeline says, uh, it's very effective when she had a beagle who loved to go after things that he shouldn't. And Megan says, elk sheds have replaced rawhide bones in her house. They're similar to marrow bones in that they take a while to chew through and are all natural. So thank you for to Madeline and Megan. Uh, on red lights, Brian says, uh, I believe those white lights that are on red lights are there to alert police when someone runs a light uh, when they're not in a position to see the light from the driver's vantage point. So that makes sense. Thank you, Brian, for clearing that up. Let's go back to the phones. Uh, we had another answer on that very same question. Let's go and talk to Sam in the colony. Sam, thanks for calling anything. Hi. Uh, I actually, Brian, Brian is absolutely correct on it. And uh, part of the reason why they're not everywhere is that they, uh, individual municipalities decide to install them. So it's based on uh, either, it's typically based on whether a city decides to use it. Okay. Uh, I actually work at DFW Airport, and I can tell you that all traffic lights uh, on the property uh, do actually have those uh, red light alert uh, indicators for uh, law enforcement. Okay. Very good. Thanks for letting us know. Yes, thank you. Right, take care. Uh, let's see. Let's go stick with the phones. Let's go and talk to Donnie in Argyle. Donnie, thanks for calling. Hey, thanks for taking my call. Of course. I just had a, a couple answers now, actually. The first one is about the mattress thing, and I know there's been a lot of good suggestions brought up so far, but one I've always used is I just get on Craigslist, and if it's still in decent shape for whatever reason, somebody out there needs a mattress, and somebody usually comes to get it for free within an hour. Hmm. Um, The other thing is for the weed under the house, the guy just called about um, vinegar and salt, uh, especially Epsom salts make a good natural weed killer that you can pour around it and usually take care of it. Okay. Yeah, good advice. Yeah, I was thinking about that mattress thing, you know. Uh, I'm not sure if our original caller uh, had a new mattress that she was buying and could do that sort of, you know, exchange when the new mattress comes. So I'm sure some people just have old mattresses that they need to get rid of, but that's good advice on the Craigslist thing. So thanks for letting us know. Yeah, obviously you don't want to try and give something away that's right or not 
usable, but if it's usable at all, somebody needs it. Right. And yeah, some people, you know, use them for their pets or for, you know, this and that. So, uh, well, hey, thanks for calling. Sure. Thank Take you. care. Bye. Uh, let's stick with the phones. Let's go and talk to Carrie in Denton. Carrie, thanks for calling. Hello, Carrie. Oh, hi there. I'm hi. driving. I hope I don't lose you. No. Go ahead. Um, I'm in Denton, and you can go to votedenton.com for your early voting location. Okay. If you put in your, you put in your, adri- your name and your address, you can also get a sample ballot. So if you don't vote straight ticket and you want to vote and pick all the boxes, you can get a sample ballot for your area as well. All right. Great advice. Thanks for calling. Okay. All right. Take care. Yeah, you too. Let's get one more voting-related question. Let's go and talk to Margo in Plano. Margo, thanks for calling anything. Hi, how are you? All right, how are you? I just moved here from another state, and so I missed the registration deadline by one day. So my registration card says I can vote anytime after November 9th. So um, can I vote in my previous state, or am I just off the voting rolls for the primaries. Ah, that's a good question. So I guess what you're saying is that your your new registration says that it's too late to vote in Texas for this upcoming election, but could right. you, if you could make it back to your previous state, could you still vote in that election even though you've now registered for here? That's a great question. I'm sure other people have run into that before, so I bet you somebody will know the answer for you. We'll see if we can find it out for you, okay? Okay. Okay. Thanks. Hey, thanks for calling. 800-933-5372 is where you can join the conversation. You can, of course, send us a note to anything at KERA.org. And let's go back to that email box. Uh, let's see. On the mattress question on how to dispose of one, Marge from Dallas says, When I bought a mattress, I was told that they could not remove the old mattress and that it's against health code to put old mattresses in the truck with new merchandise. Hmm. So, uh, may all, maybe those mattress companies have a way of getting around that. Maybe they send a different truck. I'm not sure, but that is something to consider, of course. Um, and on early voting, let's see, we heard from Gil who says, you can early vote at any location within your county. It does not have to be your specific precinct. And you can find those locations at votetexas.gov. Uh, Gil goes on to say many libraries are early voting locations. Yeah, I think I've always voted at my library, so... Uh, good advice there. Let's see. Conley in Arlington asks, uh, for those of us who are unable to afford new suits for job interviews and weddings, that sort of thing, where can we purchase gently used men's suits at reasonable cost? You know, I know somebody will have the answer to that because we frequently get the flip side of that question, which is where can I donate my gently used work clothes? Uh, and I know we've gotten answers to that. So surely the place that you donate it would also maybe be the place that you could pick one of those up. So Conley, I bet you will find a place for you. And Mark wants to know, uh, let's see, Mark says, our cat has used a spot on our new couch multiple times and the smell is deep within the kitchen. I've used in, uh, enzymatic cleaners, but it doesn't seem to penetrate enough. Are there services or a technique to help get rid of a cat stain on the couch? Uh, Mark, I'm sure somebody out there has faced that same problem, so we will find an answer for you. If you've got that answer, you can send it to us at anything at KERA.org or feel free to give us a call. And let's go back to those phone lines. Let's go and talk to Jeannie in Dallas. Jeannie, thanks for calling. 
Hi. I just had an answer for the fellow who wanted to vote early, and he's at Preston and Beltline, and at the library right there on the corner. It's Fritz Library. He can vote early. All right. Very well. Uh, I'm sure hopefully he's listening. Hopefully he'll go do just that thing. Thanks for calling. Okay. Okay. Bye-bye. And let's go now to Bryn in Dallas. Bryn, thank you for calling. Hi, thank you. Regarding the um, recycling of a mattress, mm-hmm. there's a place in Garland. It's just forest. It's north of Forest on Shiloh Road. It's called Garland Recycling. You might try there. But also, I would suggest not selling it nor giving it away. Well, giving it's okay. But a lot of companies will take the mattresses recover them, and then sell them as new mattresses. Okay. So do you just donate it to the company? How do you how do you get it to those places? I just take it there, and that's inconvenient, but at least you're keeping the environment proper and you're not having someone buy a mattress that they think is new. Got it. Some of those mattresses are really bad. They'll go around in the bulk trash and pick them up from private smaller companies and recover them. Right. Okay. Hey, well, thanks for the advice. Appreciate it. Okay. You're welcome. All right. Take care. Line open at 800-933-5372. Let's stay on the phone. Let's go and talk to Tyree in Arlington. Tyree, thanks for calling. Yes. Thank you for taking my call. Of course. Hey, I was just wanting to know, um, how does the um, government charge us for roads when they, uh, we already pay taxes for the road and then they take and um, make that part, a part of that road into a toll road? Yeah. How, how do they do that? Yeah, what's the or, process for turning a road that maybe was pre-existing into a toll road? Right. Yeah. Hey. It says we already paid taxes for it. Good question. We'll see if we can find an answer for you, okay? All right, thank All you. Right. Yeah, you bet. Take care. Line open at 800-933-5372, but let's uh, rifle through the email box right quick uh, on that getting rid of snakes question. Bobby says, I've learned the best method to combat snakes is to spray them with a water hose. They get cold and slow. This is a shocking experience for a snake, and that snake will probably not return. Uh, And as Bobby says, and we did mention this last week, some people have suggested using mothballs, but it is worth reminding folks that mothballs are very harmful and toxic to a lot of other creatures that are out there. And so you probably want to stay away from those. Uh, on getting rid of weeds, Karen from Hearst says that the dirt doctor keeps telling people to drill holes and put in potassium nitrate, which is also known as saltpeter. This is an organic method, and you can just pound in a few stakes around it, around that weed stalk to keep the dog from messing with it. Uh, let's see. Michael says, I have an external hard drive that has family pictures from over the years, and it has stopped working. When you plug it into the laptop, nothing happens. We're missing all of our memories. Is there a place that can fix this? So if you have an answer from Michael on where you can get an external hard drive fixed, uh, he would be very grateful to you. 800-933-5372 is where you could let us know. Uh, One more thing from the Anything Box. Crystal and Weatherford asks, where can I go to get an antique glass candy dish repaired? says, I broke the lid into several pieces. We'll see if we can find an answer for you there, Crystal. Uh, Wow, we got a lot of folks on the phone lines, though, so why don't we go back over there? Um, Let's talk to Tina in Arlington. Tina, thanks for calling. Hi, how are you today? Very well, thank you. Okay, I have a question. My question is, 
Are there any organizations out there that may be volunteering to take people to the voting uh, booth to vote this year? Hmm. Yeah, surely somebody's doing that. Okay. And so you're and you're looking. Are you looking to volunteer? Yes, I am. Okay. Yeah. Okay. I have an answer to another mattress answer. <laughs> um, she could take the mattress to Goodwill or Salvation Army. They still take mattress. Really? Okay. Yeah. Hey. Okay. Thanks for the advice. Appreciate it. Okay. Thanks. Have a wonderful day. Yeah. You too. Thank you so much for calling. Um, we got a line open, 800-933-5372. But one more quick one from the email box. Beverly from Dallas says, I've lived in my house nine years. This is the first year that a sticky black material has fallen on the concrete and outdoor plants from under my elm tree. This happened in late September as the elm leaves began to fall. I don't know what caused this and how to clean it. My mother has a pecan tree and for the first time has the same black sticky material calling, falling on her car. If you have an answer for how Beverly can take care of that, she would love to hear from you. You can provide it to the email box at anything at KERA.org. You can give us a call at 800-933-5372. And I'm also still monitoring things on Twitter. I'm at Stephen Becker. Uh, hope to hear from you in one of those places. we got one more big segment coming up after a short break. From KERA in Dallas, Fort Worth, Denton, it's anything you ever wanted to know. I'm Stephen Becker in this week for Jeff Whittington, who I promise you will be back next week. But until then, we're going to be taking your calls here at 800-933-5372. Or if you've got an answer, you can always send it over to anything at KERA.org. Or visit me over on Twitter. I'm at Stephen Becker, and that's where we heard from Andrew who says, uh, for the caller who was looking for a place to buy gently used suits, a good place to check is the St. Vincent de Paul Thrift Store on Northwest Highway near Love Field. Uh, So thanks for that advice. And uh, we also had this question uh, about the sticky substance from underneath an elm tree. And John tweeted me at Stephen Becker to say that sticky black mess under elm or pecan trees is from aphids. Uh, so you might want to look into that and, uh, yeah, so that's what we got for Twitter for now, but you can always visit me there. I'm at Steven Becker. Let's go to those phones though. Cause we got a lot of patient people waiting. Let's see here. Let's, uh, let's go talk to Rebecca in Dallas. Rebecca, thanks for calling. Hey, uh, thanks for taking my call. I have two answers to two questions. The first one being the dog chewing Something that I found is really effective and also very frugal is to get lemon or lime and dilute it with water in a spray bottle and spray that on the surfaces that the dog is chewing. Um, If you think about it, whenever an animal or even humans see or are near lemon or lime juice, their eyes kind of squint and they back their head a little bit. Hmm. Um, That's because they don't like the citrus smell. It's burning their eyes and it's kind of aggravating them. It's not very um, harmful to them and it's really cheap. So that's something that I use. Okay. And then the second question that I have an answer to is regarding the men's suits. There's a Salvation Army in Farmer's Branch. I think it's off of Valley View. On Wednesdays, all clothing is 50% off, and they do have a lot of really nice suits on a regular basis. So that would be a really good place to check out. 
Hey, thanks for those tips. I'm sure our uh, I'm sure our folks that called in with those questions will really appreciate it. Okay. You're very welcome. Have a good one. Yeah, you too. Line open at 800-933-5372. You know, let's see, Brenda in Fort Worth, you've been very patient. Thanks for calling anything. Hi there. Can you Hi. hear me? Yeah, I can indeed. Okay. Uh, I have an answer for the voting question. Yeah, go right ahead. I can call their League of Women Voters for any county. Okay. And it can answer their question, where to vote, if you can vote, uh, the lady that wants to know since she moved to Texas recently, um, all those voting questions they can answer for you. Okay. Hey, thanks for letting us know. Thank you. Love the show. All right. Thank you so much. Let's see. Why don't we stay with the phones? Let's go and talk to Sharon and Capel. Sharon, thanks for calling. Hi. So I have a couple of answers um, about the dog chewing. Um, any, I heard people talking about like elk horn and things like that. Just be careful. If there's something that you can't scratch with your fingernails, then it's too hard for your dog's teeth and it can potentially crack their teeth. Hmm. Um that is what we learned when we took my the dad's dog to the vet for that issue. I don't know why they sell it in stores, but just buyer beware. Uh, what we do uh, when we're not home is we have, like, these little puzzle toys. They have to roll a ball around to get treats to fall out of it, and that keeps them busy when we're gone. And then I also have the uh, phone number for the Salvation Army Dallas that you can call to arrange a free well, pickup for the mattresses. Yeah, let's hold off on that. We just generally don't give phone numbers over the air. But you said Salvation Army Dallas is a place that does yeah, come and I pick know up. People have okay. already commented. So, yeah, yeah, got it. Okay, so I'm sure that's easily easily uh, Googleable. So thanks for the tips. Okay. Yep. All right. Take care. 800-933-5372 if you'd like to join the conversation. But we've heard from a number of you over in the email box. That's anything at KERA.org. Continuing on this dog chewing question, Rachel says, I had a foster that was a hunting breed, and the only thing that would occupy this dog and its sensitive stomach were these cow hip bones. Rachel says they are available at pet stores. On the tree problem, Rhonda has a method. She says, after cutting the tree as close to the ground as possible, Oh, this was the kind of weed that had turned into a tree. Uh, Rhonda says, drill deep holes in the remaining trunk as well as around the area and pour regular sugar in the holes every few days. If any new growth appears, cut it off ASAP and repeat the process. It may take a few applications, but this is a safe and non-toxic way to get rid of a nuisance tree. So thanks for that advice, uh, Rhonda. On the squirrels at SMU, Pam says, when I worked at SMU, I was walking across campus one day when a student pointed up. There was a hawk flying with a squirrel in its talons. Suddenly, a mockingbird dive-bombed the hawk, which released the squirrel. When it landed, the freed squirrel dashed to the nearest tree. Wow, sounds like quite a lot of action going on there, over there on the hilltop. So, uh, Pam, thanks for letting us telling that story. And Juan from Denton says, uh, he's got a question, says, I adopted a dog about a month ago, and it seems he's grown attached to my roommate more than he has with me. He growls at me when I try to hold him, but has no problem with my roommate. I want to know if I can do anything to gain the dog's trust. Well, Juan, that's quite a conundrum you've got on your hands there. Uh, you might ask your roommate if that roommate's feeding some the dog something on the sly when you're not looking, but that's you never know. Uh, let's see. And Pat says... My brother paid an agent $10,000 to get a book published. He did it without getting an ISDN number, and libraries won't take the book without it. Can you get one after a book has been published? Uh, Pat, 
we'll see if we can find an answer for you. So thanks to Pat and Juan and Pam and Rhonda for and Rachel for visiting us online. But we've got a full board of calls, so let's get through them, shall we? Let's go and talk to Trey in Frisco. Trey, thanks for calling. Hey, thanks for taking my call. Of course. I have a quick answer on the uh, toll road question that was given uh, out of the caller in Arlington. So the way that that typically works is the tax dollars come in. They are allocated appropriately to the county or municipal budget so that they can be um, itemized for infrastructure costs. And oftentimes what you'll end up seeing with toll roads is that it has to be a coalition effort between different municipalities and different counties that house that particular road. They then sell that to a private company like, say, NTTA or somebody like that, and then they will reallocate whatever investment they would have put into highway systems and stuff like that to inner-city infrastructure most often. And so the tax dollars are being reinvested, but it's a way to get the more costly investment off of the municipality or the county's plate and back into the private sector, who oftentimes is collecting more money and can then thereby uh, create more additional efforts in the maintenance and the care of that particular road. Makes sense to me. Thanks for clarifying that for us, okay? Yeah, you All right, take care. Line open, 800-933-5372. Let's go, uh, let's talk to Patricia and Hearst. Patricia, thanks for calling. Hi, I have uh, an interesting answer to the tree problem. I had a mimosa tree that stubbornly had its main root underneath a fence line. We tried everything. I tried digging down and cutting it off like six inches below the ground. Nothing ever worked. So what I did is I dug down about six inches cut it off at the ground, drilled a hole in it, and put a, put a little bit of gasoline in it. Now, you have to keep in mind that gasoline evaporates really quickly. Okay. So there won't be a hazard to animals or anything, but it did definitely kill the root. Okay. Hey, that's one way to go, I suppose. Just want to be careful, when, of course, when using that gasoline. Well, you do, but what you do is you take a, little, you take a very small container because you don't need very much. I mean, you just need a tiny bit. Just a tiny bit. And so you take a very small container, and most people have, some people still have gas lawnmowers and such. Yep. You just take a little tiny bit out of that can, and you do it right there on the spot so you don't have to carry it anywhere. Mm-hmm. But the, I think the most important thing was that we actually, we drilled out some of the root. Yeah, that seems to be the common thread is that you want to get into the root, regardless of what particular method you use. It sounds like getting into that root structure is probably the key. Like I said, any residual gasoline, once it's poured down in there, it goes away almost instantly because it evaporates. Very good. Well, hey, thanks for the tip. Okay? Yes. 800-933-5372. We've got one line open. Maybe you'll be the next person to join us, but uh, why don't we stick with the phones? Uh, Let's talk to Dorothy and Addison. Dorothy, thanks for calling. Uh, Hi. Um, I'm I'm calling um, from the phone. Can you understand me? I can. Okay, um, the person who just moved here can still vote in her own state, and she would have to call at this point because there's only two and a half weeks left, but she can call and request an absentee ballot in her own state, and they should be able to send it. So I'd, I'd suggest she call, not try to write anybody, because there's only two and a half weeks left. Uh, yeah, time is of the essence, I would imagine. Okay. okay. Hey, thanks for the advice. Really appreciate it. Right, okay. You're welcome. Okay. Have a good day. Bye. Yeah, you too. 
If you'd like to call us on the phone, we've got a line open at 800-933-5372. But a quick visit back to the email box on that question about buying gently used suits. Uh, Kristen from Grand Prairie says, I've seen suits at Goodwill, Salvation Army, and other thrift shops, and I know Men's Warehouse has a program too. Uh, Kristen says they might be the best option because I know they have in-house tailoring, but I don't know if it's included with the discount program. Sometimes dry cleaners will have suits that nobody picked up, and they'll have some kind of private program as well. That's an interesting idea. Thanks for the advice there, Kristen. Perry in Argyle says go to the Genesis Benefit Store in Oak Lawn that they've got those suits. And Edith says ReThreads, that's Re-Threads, is a very good place for tuxedos, and it's located on Preston Road in Dallas. So thanks for those tips from Kristen and Perry and Edith. Uh, The inbox is always open, of course. That's anything at kera.org. We've got a few minutes left in the show, so why don't we go back to the phones? Let's go and talk to Gil in Dallas. Gil, thanks for calling. Hi, thanks for taking my call. I um, have an answer for the person the caller who was asking about volunteering for driving. Yeah, yeah, polls. yeah. This is yeah, getting people out to the polls that maybe are unable to get there themselves. Yeah, you can sign up at a website called rideshare2vote.net. And two is the numeral two, not mm. spelled out. So mm. it's rideshare2vote.net. And uh, they can um, sign up to volunteer to drive for early voting and for election day. And um, you have to fill out an application, obviously, to make sure that you're a safe driver and all that. But um, that's the website that she should she should uh, check out to volunteer to drive people to the polls. Very good. Hey, thanks for the tip. Appreciate it. All right. All right. Let's get one more answer on that question, too. Let's go and talk to Kristen in Fort Worth. Kristen, you had another uh, answer there on the vote uh, voting rides question? I did. Okay. Uh, in Fort Worth, um, Fort Worth bike sharing, the bike share system, um, is offering free rides on uh, voting day. And all anyone has to do is enter the code 11618, which is election day date, um, mm. at any of the 46 stations, and they can ride for free. Ah, so this is if you'd like to ride a bike from uh, wherever to the voting station. Bike the vote. Very cool. Hey, somebody will take you up on that. One more time. Give us the code on that. Sure. It's 11618. And you can remember that because it is Election Day. It is. Hey, somebody uh, somebody was using their noggin when they were thinking up that. Thanks for letting <laughs> us know, okay? Sure. All right, take care. 800-933-5372. But we got a couple more from the inbox uh, for that damaged hard drive. Rachel suggests Micro Center on US 75 Central Expressway. Uh, she says a new hard drive can cost up to $1,000, and she recommends making a couple copies of your hard drive. On that giant weed, Claude says, cut down the weed to a stub, then paint it with waterproof paint or stain. And if you do this a couple times, the stub and its roots will die out. And let's see, on that black residue on the tree, <clears throat> Karen Hurst, Karen Inhurst says it's from aphids, and aphids are on the tree because it's in stress. So maybe that's what's going on there. 800-933-5372. we got time for one more. Let's go to Starla in Dallas. Starla, thanks for calling. Thank you for taking my call. Just a quick question about donations. Um, my dad had glaucoma, and he recently mm-hmm. passed away, and I have some unopened prescription bottles, and I was wondering if there was a place where I could donate those uh, and put them to good use. 
Okay. Yeah, we've had that question before, um, and it's a good one. You know, we only have about a minute left in the show here, so I would recommend uh, listening. You know, at the top of the show next week, somebody uh-huh. will probably email in with those answers or give us a call. You know, at the beginning of the show, we'll see if we can get an answer for you. Okay. Thank you so much. I appreciate you be- it. Yeah, you bet. Uh, let's see. I think we had one more from the inbox here. Let's see. Oh, uh, Sean and Coppell says, uh, talking about cleaning up after cats on the couch. Uh, Sean says, I know the caller said that they used enzyme based cleaners, but I highly recommend something called nature's miracle. It works amazingly well in getting cat messes out of the couches or a carpet. Well, you know what? We did it again. You've been listening to anything you ever wanted to know for the last hour, and I really appreciate that you did. And uh, as someone who fills in every once in a while, I really appreciate all of you callers and emailers because the show is hard to do without you. So thank you all for participating this week. Uh, Our show was produced today by me. Uh, Fiona Norton took your calls, and big thanks to Miguel Perez for looking out for your emails. Let's see. Alan Roberts engineered the show. As I said, Jeff Whittington will be back. But once again, I'm Stephen Becker. And thanks you all so much for listening. And we will see you next Friday.